Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Turtle War Podcast. My name is G, and joining me as always is my friend and co-host Andy. Hey, how's it going, people? Um, so, Andy, anything good going on in life? Um, the all kinds of good things. Why is this always funny? <laughs> like, that's just a funny way to start it off, asking how things are going. No, but things are going good. Things are going good, though. Lots of looking, like looking out windows and stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, staring <laughs> you moved at past staring at the floor. Yeah, now I stare at the yard. I'm like, yeah. wow, there's a yard out there <laughs> to stare at. That's a pretty good life. Yeah, watching the grass grow. Um, yeah, so I think uh, today we are uh, talking about uh, technology, right? Technology yes. in general. Yes. Um, anytime. Uh, Andy, we were talking about technology the other day, and we was like, oh, that would be, you know, like, let's continue this conversation, uh, you know, um, next time we sit down for the Turtle War. And uh, it's funny, because anytime I think of technology, the first thing that always comes to mind uh, for me is the final, the wedding song that Kip Dynamite sings at the end of, um, that he sings to Laquanda at oh, the yeah, end yeah. of... Uh, at the end of Napoleon Dynamite. It's like an like, after, after credit scene, isn't it? Yeah, sort of, yeah. And when he's like, I love technology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, before we post this, if we can, um, if the, I don't even know if anyone would care about the podcast enough to like tag it for copyright or something, but we should get a clip of that song and oh, yeah. we should end the episode or, with or that. Or if we're worried about copyright, we could just do us singing. Yeah. Like have a clip of us singing the whole thing. <laughs> We should reenact that scene. <laughs> like I could do like a Wayne dress and be Wanda. Yeah, but take a look. Yeah, look for it. Uh, look for that to come out. I mean, it might not come out right now. You might just we might yeah. hit it with you unexpectedly, like two years from now. You'd be yeah. like, "Hey, what's going on in this world?" And then you see that like yeah. out of nowhere, it's a meme. Um, yeah. So I mean, technology—that's kind of a broad uh, topic to just mm-hmm. uh, throw out there. But. Yeah, so like I figured, like Turtle War style, you know, like I was thinking about robots a lot just recently, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do an episode about robots, but I was like, you know what, we're always just going to expand anyway, like, and we're, we could end up talking about like squirrels and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, this Turtle War podcast, anything could happen. So, like, I figured expand it to just technology in general. Um, like, I, I think a fair amount about robots, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing, like, the, the specific thing, just to get into the meat of the podcast, like, the meat of, <laughs> the meat of what I've been thinking about all day at work okay. for, like, the last two weeks is um, the Terminator movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, like, they, they have, basically, there's a confluence in the Terminator movies of two different, like, technology things. Like, there's Skynet, which is, like, AI. Like, everybody's been talking about AI lately. I think we've even uh, talked about it pretty thoroughly on the podcast mm-hmm. in recent episodes. Yeah. But then there's also, like, these robots. Like, there's these killer robots that are in that. Right. They could also be powered by AI. So it's kind of the same thing. But the same. But robots are kind of, like, you know, it's a little bit two different two different things going on there. So the the AI, and as far as in the Terminator, the AI mm-hmm. is the, or, you know, once, once what do they call it when it uh, reached its... Skynet. When Skynet reaches, um, they said it when it reaches self-awareness, I think. Is that what yeah, the Yeah, they had a used? word for it. Like, they re- it reaches, it, they, there was a word for, like, that they used in that movie for, like, Ground Zero when it became aware. Oh, yeah. Um, what did they say? Something. It wasn't, like, uniformity or something, but it was something like Singularity? That. Maybe it might have been the, when it reached the singularity. Something like that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so when when... Artificial intelligence reached that point, then it became Skynet. Yeah. I think Skynet was well, originally the company. Yeah, yeah. Skynet preexisted, uh, predated like the events of the Terminator movies. Like I think it was a company that was right. just researching AI and developing AI, and then and then once it reached, then um, Skynet became this evil thing that was yeah. just, like just trying to wipe out humanity. Right. Like the first thing it does is launches all the nuclear missiles at people. So there's Skynet, and that's the that's the that's the everything. That's the yeah. universal intelligence that runs everything and then the terminators are what it sends out to fight the humans yes kind of yes there is, is there is foot physical, soldiers kind of yeah it's not a physical thing so it starts um using you know because robots i think when people think of robots they automatically think of like a terminator or some sort of a humanoid shaped thing but a robot could be anything like oh, yeah uh you know i mean any, like your phone is almost yeah, like a robot stoplights and anything yeah. that does things automated can be considered a robot yeah um broad, so broad term so it used whatever robots it had, you know, like car factories or whatever it had mm-hmm. at its disposal, maybe even humans at that point, um, if it enslaved them or something, to start making the Terminators. Yeah. So there's Skynet, and then Skynet makes Terminators to go out there and fight people because it's just a computer program. It can't fight people. Right. So it built it somehow using whatever resources it had. It built like an assembly line or something to mm-hmm. build these these killer uh, robots. 
The thing that that gets me though about the Terminators is okay, like you know, especially the first Terminator movie where it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's the Terminator. He's right. the he's the the evil. He's the villain in the first one. If right. you haven't seen him, like you know, the the it kind of expands from there. But in the first movie, and they explain it that the goal was that it made them look like people, like regular people, so that. You know, it has the Terminators that walk around like skeletons shooting people, but then they started putting human skin over it so that it could just walk into a human camp, and the only people that would identify them as not humans would be the dogs. But they even said, like, the first versions of them, like, had, like, a leathery feature to them, so you could tell by looking at them, like, mm-hmm. all right, that, that's clearly not a person. <laughs> but then they they became more advanced, and the only way you could tell, that's why they, they'd have to have dogs with them, because dogs could tell it wasn't a Terminator. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, so the whole point in a Terminator is so that it can infiltrate. It just looks like a regular person, which I think is kind of where you were getting. Yeah, but that's what what gets me, though, is it doesn't look like a regular person. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> like, like he's not a regular person yeah. at that time. Definitely. Yeah. Like I mean, if he you, was like a three hundred pound mountain of muscle. Yeah, that is a very good point. Like if you want to uh, infiltrate a human settlement, or in the case of the movie, send them back to have someone that can easily catch this kid or whatever and kill him, or I guess that in the first movie he was trying to kill the kid's mom, and so you want you you would think they would send someone back who is. Like trusting, like yeah. like Mister Rogers. Or yes, something. exactly. Like if I was Skynet, I mean, maybe because Skynet just doesn't understand humans that right. well, and he's like, that looks like a normal. He like it looks like an arm source. It sees an arm source, and he's like, that's like totally normal person. Or but, maybe there was some sort of like, like one of the scientists who ended up working on Skynet, and like one of the you know the last people that it used to help him build Terminators and stuff mm-hmm. before it just became completely self-sufficient. It's like, I don't need people at all anymore. It was like this really beefcake scientist who's like, like totally nerdy. Uh, that, that's where it's getting his data from. Yeah, it's but like, like, he, like he like wore a lab coat was all stretched <laughs> over his muscles and everything. <laughs> and like he was, he was like Arnold Schwarzenegger basically, yeah. but he was a total poindexter. Yeah, so it's like, this is a normal person. Yeah. This is what this I'm going to send in, into the world to blend in. Yeah, this is the only reference I have for people. And it's like, <laughs> asks them, it's like, hey, uh, nerdy Schwarzenegger, are you like a normal person? And he's like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what they what they should have done though is like, you know, like Michael Sarah, like they do. Like, yes. I'm, I'm sure everyone knows who Michael Sarah is. He's been yeah. in, like a ton of movies and stuff. Yeah, Scott like, Pilgrim. Yeah, like like if I, like let's say I'm writing the next Terminator movie because right. obviously they've made that mistake. Like they, they didn't <laughs> over cast, and over. Yeah, like they didn't cast Michael Sarah, or I guess he wasn't. He was like a little kid at the time when the first one came out, probably. But yeah. but at the time they could have done like Paul Rubens, like Pee Wee Herman or something. Right. Like you know they've already they've already crossed that bridge it's too late for that but they've still probably going to make another movie at some point so then that's when they like actually bring them you know erase that mistake right and like there's probably because the, the newer movies have multiple terminators usually more often than not yeah like there could be one good one trying to help the good guys and then one bad one like they send the bad one in there it's like they're on a schwarzenegger like 2.0 like it's some like super beefy dude or whatever it might not be on a schwarzenegger because he's kind of old but it's like the super beefy dude and everyone's like oh my gosh we're scared he's trying to kill us all and then like michael Sarah comes up and he's like hey guys what's going on you guys need my help and they're like no and they're like, like, no, get out of here. yeah yeah, because well, that's true. Because under the they're all the same Terminators under the skin. Yeah. So yeah, they'd be like fighting Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he's just like you know crushing heads and like just plowing through people, and they're like, oh my god! And then all of a sudden, he runs in. And he's like, hey guys, I'll help you. And they're like, oh no thanks, nerd. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so weird because um, like the the muscles like this is why that it doesn't matter. The body type doesn't matter on Terminators because like they all the time they lose their skin and muscle right. and they're still the same. Yeah. It's it's like the endoskeleton that's the thing. That's right. what the actually, muscles are irrelevant. Yes. So like you could it'd be so weird in that movie to see like um I don't know some beefy dude like on a switch or the rock or something is the Terminator and then Michael Sarah goes toe to toe with him like he's like he's hits hits him with like body slam or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the two hundred pound difference. But um yeah, that that's my that's my take on that though. Like that that's the movie well, I would make if I was to make a Terminator. So they kind of did that in um T two because Liquid Terminator was nowhere near. Oh yeah, but he was totally different Terminator. Yeah, yeah but that he, was a whole different. Yeah, that was that's what I mean. that was good though. I mean, still to this day, I think it stands as by far the best Terminator movie. That stands as like one of the best movies. Oh yeah, period. Period. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he was kind of like that. And then in the Sarah Connor Chronicles, um, they had the girl from Firefly. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. And she came back. So I, I think maybe. I don't. I still don't know that they necessarily realize the Pee Wee Herman aspect of it. Like it could be yeah. anyone. It could be you know we could send Danny DeVito back and he would be just as powerful. Yeah. But the people wouldn't realize it because they would just see this little fat guy. They probably in the Sarah Connor Chronicles and in like Rise of Machines they probably went the female way more so for like fanboys because they're yeah. like you know like yeah, oh yeah, yeah like we just want female Terminators because that's awesome. Um, I still don't think anyone 
and Hollywood has realized their mistake yeah. of the Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, you know, you mentioned Danny DeVito, and like I guess he would have been in, in his prime kind of when the first Terminator came out. So that's when they really should have cast him. But you know, and they, that was right I, before. Uh, well, I don't know exactly years wise, but I mean that was around the same time of like Twins. Oh so, yeah, yeah. They I were, mean, he was already working with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not that he would have been working with Arnold Schwarzenegger if they met Terminator with just him. But um, I guess, I guess they could have had both. Like they could have had Arnold Schwarzenegger. It would have been awesome. <laughs> If they they still had Arnold Schwarzenegger be the Terminator, but then they had Vito be that Reese guy who comes back, who's John Connor's dad, the the freedom fighter who ends up dying at the end of the movie. Yeah. (laughs) So they kind of, but they went the wrong way instead of making, like the whole point of Danny Vito being Terminator is because, you know, his skin doesn't matter. He could still be, he's equally as powerful as the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator. (laughs) But that guy. But it's like too late. We've already cast this. Yeah. Danny DeVito, you're fighting the Terminator. <laughs> like, yeah, good luck. Like the Terminator teleports in and then, you know, does the whole thing in the bar where he's like, give me your clothes and that whole thing. And then, like, the next scene is Danny DeVito teleporting in and he's like, got to like steal the clothes from that bum or whatever. <laughs> but they're like way too big. <laughs> Everything like, walking around in pants. Like his pants go over the tip of his feet. Yeah. Like you can see the ends of the pants flopping around. And, um, so he ends up like saving, like getting Sarah Connor away. <laughs> he doesn't. And <laughs> he a different movie. He's like, I'll help you. She's like, yeah, right. She's like, no, you won't. And then, I'm good. And then like the whole thing is he's supposed to, they end up hooking up. So he ends up being John Connor's dad. <laughs> and like everyone's like, that's completely unbelievable. No one's going to believe that, uh, that Sarah Connor's going to hook up with Danny DeVito. <laughs> They're like, time out. <laughs> But you know, but that that does all happen though. Yeah, and that's how. But I, I think it would still go differently. Like if you put Danny DeVito in that role, mm-hmm. you like you said, you can't convince the audience that he's going to take on the Terminator. Right. Um. So he would probably end up losing, and like it's a, it goes completely differently. Like it's got a way darker ending, and it's way harder to make sequels. So I think that would that would probably <laughs> been <laughs> they succeed. Yeah. So like, it's like we yeah. sent a Terminator back to kill John Connor's mom, and he did. So now. <laughs> The resistance Sorry. is over. But uh, <laughs> we won. But I guess they could have sent like I mean, they, but it's it's time travel, so there's always a way that they can continue it. Yeah, they're like in the next one. They're like, oh, we're sorry, we accidentally sent back Danny DeVito. Like we're gonna try this again because it's still like they're still there. Like that, you know, maybe like within like five minutes. Like let's say Danny, like in the first one, like this is how it actually went down. Mm-hmm. Like in the first Terminator, they're like, let's test out this um, time traveling thing, and Danny DeVito is like the technician that like helps with with uh, using the time travel technology, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, let me do that, and then he accidentally gets traveled back, <laughs> and then he's like, well, I guess I'm the only one. They can't like rep- they don't have enough energy to power it again to send any well, so I guess I got to do this, and then he like has to fight Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but then in the second one, it's when they actually fixed it, and then they sent back like the real dude right so they did they did cover the tracks the cow reese was that his name i think that was yeah i think so Um, So yeah and she's like talking to him and she's like so you're you know this this terminator thing has come back to kill me and you are the person that they sent back to protect me from it and he's like yeah yeah basically yeah (laughs) she's like why are you so hesitant (laughs) it's because not really yeah it was all an accident but he doesn't tell her that, though. Oh, he did. he wants her to feel, feel calm. Yeah. I think he would want her to panic, though, because he wants her to get as far away as she can from the Terminator. He wants her to panic. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, like get out of here. I'm, I can't fight the Terminator. I don't know I'm why a I'm technician here. slash janitor. <laughs> slash Danny DeVito. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going to work out. <laughs> Your best bet is just to get as far away as you can from wherever I am. Because at least, like, here's uh, here's my contribution. I might be a target because it might figure out that I came back in time to stop it. Mm-hmm. Like, hopefully, like I can I can distract it. Yeah, he's like, I came back to f you up. Like, <laughs> that's the main battle at the end. Like when Danny DeVito like provokes the Terminator yeah. to get to let Sarah Connor get away. He's like, hey, you, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> smacks him into a wall, <laughs> broken neck. But then the next thing you know, he's on his back. Yeah, like trying to choke him out <laughs> <laughs> with the broken neck. I forgot you said that part. You slipped that part in there. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he like clicks it back in place. <laughs> he's trying to choke out a Terminator. They don't breathe. <laughs> it's like that's the last. That's the last possible way. Not only are you Danny DeVito, <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying that like it's this huge negative. <laughs> You're also trying to choke a Terminator. <laughs> like, that's gonna become like our new like derogatory. Like, yeah, you're such a Danny DeVito. 
that's like um, as a disclaimer. Danny DeVito is awesome. Yeah, like yeah. There's no. I've got zero qualms. Zero qualms about doing. Like you know what? If Terminator was coming for me, like let's say the Skynet hears this podcast and is like, hmm, they're on to me or whatever. Because like yeah. let's say Skynet is like coming to, to whatever right now. Like if if I could choose Danny DeVito or nothing. Like to help me defeat Skynet if Skynet is after me, I would definitely choose Danny DeVito over nothing. Well, and the real also message um, to ChatGPT or whoever is going to become Skynet the, in the real world, uh, the real lesson is send back Danny DeVito, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> You'll be way more successful in killing the the savior of mankind. Oh yeah, true that because you don't want yeah. If, in like I guess that's where originally we were trying to talk yeah. about like if Skynet sent that back. Yeah, because if it, like if I see Arnold Schwarzenegger, like a young Arnold Schwarzenegger right now, like he's not like seventy years old, like he's right. actually in his prime. Like for one thing, I'd be like, why the hell is he not seventy years old? <laughs> and, but even like even if, let's say we're in a world that where Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't exist, right? Like, there's no Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's but just I just I just see this dude walking toward Mr. me that Universe looks like dude. that. Yeah, like I would probably walk away. Like I'm like you know what this guy could break my neck yeah. like, if he gets mad at me for whatever reason. Like let's say I look at him funny he writes yeah. my neck like he's probably and a nice dude 99 percent chance he's a nice guy well not only is he huge but he's also like looking right at me and he is like yeah yeah because this he kid is making he a can't look, right he can't for look me. nice yeah, yeah he can't at no point in that movie does he look nice and friendly yeah. at all like he never looks friendly in the entire it's not like you're just walking down the street and you see some guy and say so you like like you see this guy and you're like um like <laughs> why is that guy coming like, right he, he directly looks mean. at me <laughs> <laughs> he looks mean as crap. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm just ducking. I'll Is go he, in the next building. And you're like, like if there's a, if there's a door between me and him, I'm going in the door, or I'm going to turn around. If there's no up. doors, I'm turn around. Is he running? Oh my god, he's <laughs> running right at me. Yeah, like Danny DeVito, like he could run at me and I'd give him a hug. Like if yeah. he ran up to me, I'd like get on my knees and like hold my arms out. <laughs> <laughs> you're the. You're the equivalent of John Connor. <laughs> yeah. and he's Danny DeVito running at you, uh, but he's not Danny DeVito. He's just some kind of short, tubby guy. And you see him and you're like, man, oh, bring it why, in. why does that guy look so mad? He's uh, <laughs> he's runs up to you. He's just like, snap. <laughs> That's the whole movie. It's, yeah. it's like five, five minutes. <laughs> Credits, mankind loses. He probably wouldn't even have to bother to find clothes. He's like, that would just take too long. I still wouldn't run away, though. He just teleports in. Like, oh, let, me, let me give you my shirt. It probably goes down to your knees. <laughs> he just all of a sudden, like, there's that ball. And he teleports and he stands up and he just like <laughs> takes a second to like calculate GPS and everything. He's like, all right, I'm here. Andy's house is here. <laughs> That's, that would be a way more realistic movie. Yeah. <laughs> you were just like, this is like right now we're sitting here recording all of a sudden just right through the window. Boom. <laughs> it would not like punches right through your head. Yeah. I mean, that just kind of gets to the heart of the ridiculousness of thinking that like they could send someone like that back or anyone back right. and like we could survive. Like they just get super lucky slash it's a movie. But um, yeah, I mean that would yeah, obviously if you if you made a realistic Terminator movie, it'd be really short and really like sad. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, sad if you care about the humans. Like that you, always bugged me in uh, Judgment Day, as when you know he chases them through that building and then he's like on the trunk and he's got the hook hands and he's like crawling up and they okay. then they do like the they take that really sharp turn and he falls off and he chases them for a minute and they keep shooting and then eventually like they keep going and he like slows down and like stops and collects that piece of him goes back into his shoe, which was all like a really cool scene. Mm -hmm. But I mean, really like killing that kid is the only reason he exists. Yeah. Like he would not have slowed down. No, that always bugged me. I'm like, what? He would have kept running. Like obviously the car is faster than him. He still would have kept running because he's never going to get tired. Yeah. He would have kept tracking them. He would have kept looking, you know, like, cause they can zoom in and see like, like, like follow tire tracks and stuff. He would have kept running until he, found someone with a car or something and got in that car. Like at no point in time, like the whole reason he exists is to, and he's that close to John Connor. Like he would have just kept going and kept going and like never, he wouldn't have stopped like go home and kill the mom, which was, uh, that was all really cool visually. Like I know why they did it for the movie, but realistically, like he just would not have stopped. He would have just kept going. Yeah. I mean, th and, th and there are a handful of scenes in that, where he hesitates briefly, where he could just shoot right. a like spike out of his head or whatever part of his body and just yeah. kill him. Like he's with, he gets within ten feet of them multiple times in that movie. Right, within ten feet for him is close enough to shoot a spike out and kill them instantly. Yeah, 
So that's yeah, but I mean, it's still awesome. Like, I'm not trying to rag on that one too. Oh much, no, like it's an amazing, Day. amazing movie. Yeah, it is in like the top ten movies of all time. Like, not uh, not just Terminator. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. It it's is very, extremely well made. But that yeah. is, even as a kid watching it, I remember just being like, "Wait, what? Why is he stopping?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't even know. I haven't seen it in a while, so I don't even know if the um if the CG is like dated or not. But like for its time, it was way. Like, it was one of the first movies that really made heavy use of, like, computer, you know, live-action yeah. movies that made really heavy use of, like, computer-generated uh, imagery. And for the time, it was, like, it, you know, it just blew anything else out of the water. Not all of it, but, because um, I watched it not too long ago, there are, there's a lot of the CG that still holds up, like, impressively. Mm. Like, uh, especially, like, you know, scenes like when he was the floor. Oh, and yeah, he yeah. comes up behind that guy, yeah. and he is that guy. And he turns around, and he's like, what the? And then all of a sudden, think, like, right through his head. Yeah. Scenes like that, like, the majority of it like holds up surprisingly well mm. considering how old it is. Right. Um, yeah. Judgment day still holds up. You mm. can sit down with your kids and watch it and they wouldn't be like, man, why are you making me watch this old, like cheesy old man show? <laughs> it's still really good. Yeah. Like it's surprising how many movies from that era or whatever, like are still, and, and I guess this goes, just gets to the heart of what movies are about is like a lot of them are still watchable. Cause I guess mm-hmm. the technology is not like the big thing, right. like even stuff that is like, you know, effects heavy and stuff like that from back, back in that time. Yeah. Well, I mean, good movies and good writing are yeah, always going to stand up against anything. Yeah. I mean, literally you could have, you know, the best of, you could have an endless budget or whatever. And if you're, if your script sucks or whatever, uh, really a, a well-written script and then a, you know, a well-directed movie can stand any test of time in my opinion yeah and i guess just on the broader topic of of uh not only like the terminator but there's all there's a lot of things out there like i guess cyborgs is another big aspect of technology mm-hmm. that we don't really have right now because we've got robots like right now in the real world like they're all over the place but there's not not like a lot of cyborgs out there yet well of how far does someone have to go before you would consider them a cyborg like um because there are people with like artificial limbs and like that's, even that's true robotic art like i've seen um i'm only on TV, only on like documentaries and stuff about these people. So I don't know how well they work day after day or whatever, but you know, mm-hmm. I've seen like the people like the, you know, those like the war veteran who didn't have any arms and they build him the machine that goes around and then they give him two arms and it shows him doing stuff. And like I said, I don't know how often you have to recharge that or how, um, how feasible it is to wear that day to day. Yeah. Well, but, um, I guess kind of the, the line with what makes you a cyborg is part of it is, um, it has to be like a ta- like it can't just be something you wear. It has to be actually attached to where it wouldn't. You'd have to like surgically remove it from okay. your body. So it's part of you. Yeah. Okay. And um, I think this is just me. Like I'm not like I'm. That's what I'm saying. You're. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, this is my definition. Like, right. Uh, it would have to be attached, and also like it would have to move the way you move your regular limbs and stuff, like just through thought, like or through. Uh, like if you have a, a like let's say you're a cyborg with one bionic arm, mm-hmm. like that bionic arm would have to be attached to you to the point where it would have to be removed surgically, and you'd be able to move it the same way you move an actual arm just by thinking about it. Okay, like those would be the two things that I think would qualify you as a cyborg. Uh, whether or not that's actually, I, I doubt there's any. Well, like I said, cyborg is in the dictionary, I'm sure, but I don't know what the dictionary definition is. <laughs> as always, we're sitting on the internet, but we'll just go with our current knowledge. <laughs> yeah, why not? Well, that's good enough. That works for me. For the purpose of this, purposes of this podcast, that's the definition. Um, what about some something that uh, you would not need to consciously like? What a, would someone with an artificial heart be a cyborg? Um, I guess yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. That, I guess that's a class of its own. Like that's more like a medical, uh, I guess, implant or device. Mm-hmm. Um, for by some people's definitions, I'm sure you could consider that. But uh, and also another thing that I think would classify as a cyborg is it's more like a modification, right, like okay. n- not so much a medical. I guess it could be a medical in a sense that it's replacing like a missing limb or something. Mm-hmm. But it's also like more of a modification modification than like a strictly than a strictly medical device, right? Uh, so okay, so you were saying something about cyborgs, and I kind of side railed you. Uh, no, so. that's all good. I think that that all need like we need to let the audience out there know what a cyborg is in case they haven't like heard that term mm-hmm. or. Uh, so yeah, one thing I was going to ask is like, so there's a lot of cyborgs in fiction. Um, like, would you like willingly like let's say you got an actual enhancement like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's an arm that can turn into a gun or something. Like, would you like how, to what extent would you go to gain like uh, extra abilities? Hmm. Um. I mean, as long as you mentally stay yourself, I <laughs> would say like I'd go. even a brain in a robot body is a cyborg. Like a human brain in a robot yeah. body is a cyborg. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't think I would go that far, though. I don't know. I mean, it depends how much. I guess, like, would it eventually? Yeah, I guess you could never really be immortal or anything because of, your brain is still going to die in a yeah. while. Like, your brain is still going to deteriorate. I mean, you could you could prolong your life and everything. Oh, yeah, it'd be great. It could greatly because I mean, some people's brains, like, you know, obviously other things go first. I mean, some people are like over a hundred years old and they might be dying of like you know heart disease or cancer or whatever, but like they could still have like a healthy brain. So right, like, like the brain. Sharp as a whip. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I think the brain's lifespan is. I can get, can be greater than the body than the rest of the body's lifespan. Like you can yeah. live to like 130, 140 or something like that as, um, as, as a cyborg. I think depending on what level of, uh, you know, what it could give me, I, I don't think there'd be any reason for me to stop anywhere as long as I still have my brain. Um, yeah. but you know, yeah. like, <laughs> I was going to ask like, <laughs> what if like this is okay. Like, I know some, like some of them it's, you know, kind of, a, um, I guess can can be considered a racial thing, but like there's the white ones out there. Like so, like you know those lawn jockeys. Mm -hmm. Like there's, uh, they, let's say it's a Caucasian lawn jockey. Okay, like that's you as a cyborg and a human brain in that. So and you're also that that small? that small. You're like okay. two feet tall lawn jockey, but you can fly. What? Uh, How would they even fit your brain in that? Though? <laughs> They're just They're like. Like, cramming it in there with the crowbar. Uh, you just have a really big head. You have a well, human sized head, long jockey body, and you can fly. Yeah, that you ask them, and they're like, Yeah, your brain's not as big as you think it is. <laughs> you got a little small brain. You fit in a long jockey. <laughs> you fit in the G.I. Joe. Um, well, okay, so you can fly. <laughs> <In the G. laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's for those who don't know, they're like four inches tall. Yeah, like their head's the size of a marble. <laughs> um, you can fly. Uh, what was your strength level? Uh, like as as strong as you would expect a two foot tall person to be, oh my gosh. but you can fly. How fast can you fly? Like uh, as fast as you can walk. Like, you can hover. <laughs> <laughs> you can hover and scoot against the air. Is it Terminator style? Like, like you would have like like you would look like a regular person. You look like a lawn jockey, right? But like you would look like a human though. Mm. Uh, I mean, <laughs> a tiny human. <laughs> You look like a new Well, you look like you can move, but if uh -huh. you stood still with your arm out, you'd look exactly like a lawn jockey, right? Like, like you would, like a lawn ornament. Like you would, you'd, you're the same <laughs> texture and everything as a lawn ornament. Oh, no, <laughs> I don't think I would. <laughs> that. You can also fly. Like you can be way up in the sky. Yeah. Like, let's say you fly faster, like as fast as a car. Okay, fast as the car can go. But you're the texture of a lawn jockey. So you yeah, have like yeah, stone you, skin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, kind of stonish. Like it's metal, but it looks kind of like it has a veneer of like stony looking kind of. No, I think I. If, uh, well, I don't know because then if you if if they came, you can to also you and, live to 140. Yeah, see, that's the thing. If they came to you and they were like, "Here's what we, we want to offer you, and we'll put your brain," in, and they explain it all to you. <laughs> 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 Who would even want to do that? Well, that's, <laughs> you are the people. But it, <laughs> I got a lot of questions. I'll tell you, I'll first be like, why? Like, why do you? Like, hold, like time out. Yeah, like, you won the lottery, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lottery of a lifetime. This yeah. is better than the lottery. People right. who win the lottery can't become lawn jockeys. They just have a bunch of money to buy mansions and stuff. But so that would be my only thing. Like, that doesn't sound too appealing at all. Mm. But then, so they're like, all right, well, um, you know, uh, anyway, uh, you know, nice knowing you. So they just leave, and then you're never probably going to get a chance like that again, right? <laughs> this might be my only chance. They're like, let's say, let's just, yeah, let's put it right out there. This is your only chance. Never right. going to somebody, anyone going to offer you to be a lawn jockey. But then you know what? What would really suck though is like you say yes, okay, this might be my only chance. I want to be a lawn jockey. Go ahead. And then like two weeks later, you see like plaster all over the news, like cyborg enhancements for anyone, and then you can be anything. Like they turn mm -hmm. people into the rock and all this stuff. Well, yeah, so they're like, so they come in like right now we're recording, they come in and they're like, hey, Jeff, would you like to be this lawn jockey cyborg? And I'm like, oh, man, like, I, you know, I mean, that <laughs> sounds kind of sucky, but yeah, like, geez, it's better than being a human, I guess, and I'll live longer. And so I agree to it. And then like, I'm signing the paper and they're giving me the jugs that I start getting woozy. And as I'm signing them, they're like, Hey Andy, how would you like to be like this Terminator or Arnold Schwarzenegger thing? And you're like, sure. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and then you wake up and like, you guys have that technology? And they're like, go to sleep. <laughs> and then you like wake up, you see me slacking you in the face and I'm, but I'm sorry, it's not me. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. but it's actually me. Yeah. Like wake up. Like I even have the voice and everything. Wake up, long jockey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would suck. I'm like, yeah, let me introduce to you, to my friends the like, the rest of the like the whole group from from the Expendables only they're like yeah. like in their prime and stuff <laughs> and, like and my friend Antonio Banderas it's actually all like just the people yeah. we know and stuff that all got these enhancements they're like man Jeff why'd you go with lawn jockey like you had like, all these other options. everyone's like super strong and fast <laughs> like, I'm check, like check out these muscles 
<laughs> they're like, how strong are you? I'm like, as strong as you would like, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> as strong as a long jockey? As strong as I look. I can fly, sort of. <laughs> they're like, what? Only sort of? They're like, maybe <laughs> I'll take off. <laughs> they're like, we just went to Mars. And bad. And like, you want some Mars rocks? I'm like, no, I'm good. All sad. <laughs> that's always uh, anytime I think of some sort of a uh, kind of a life changing tr- contract tr- contract like that that mm-hmm. that doesn't just immediately jump out at you like oh my gosh of course like why wouldn't I if you're kind of iffy about it I always have this fear that like you're gonna be like all right yeah I'll do it like as you're signing it and something then like the next person they're like and then for you and then it's like such a better deal and you're yeah. like wait what <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then like the flip side of that you'd be like no thanks I don't want to be a long jockey and then like. They're like, okay, and, but then like, there's a, uh, like a week later or like the same day, there's a ginormous pandemic and like you're all like super right. sick and like everybody's dying and stuff and it's like 10 times worse than COVID. And you're like, man, I wish I could have yeah, been a long jockey. Yeah, you look out and you see your neighbor and he's like, hey, neighbor, and he's a long jockey. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you could have been a long jockey. Yeah. Like half the population decided to be long jockeys and yeah. like, everybody else is dead. <laughs> you're like, it's going to be long jockey land now. <laughs> Once all you regular people die, we're not going to be Regulos. Regulos. <laughs> yeah, once everyone's a lawn jockey, then you're not short anymore. Yeah, you can, as, you're yeah it's normal. It's yeah. Like, and our heads are regular size. <laughs> <laughs> we're just waiting for you to die. What the hell, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> one of us, we can all fly, too. Check this out. They're like doing all, like, all this like synchronized flying and yeah. stuff in a pattern. And it's like... Not the fastest. It's not, not like Iron Man zipping around or whatever. It's still yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and yeah. they're immune to diseases, and they live to be 140. Yeah, yeah, that would, yeah. so it could go either way. I don't know. I didn't really thought about that too much until just now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something I think about on a daily basis. So, But, yeah, I think any sort of a um, contract like that, I would. Uh, I, You'd be hesitant. I, I would be hesitant. Yeah. I'd I, be like, um, I always think, like, I, I've never actually watched the movie, but I've seen the trailer. Where the guy shows up, the guy with like the mess up face shows up at those people's houses, and he's like, um, you know, he has that box, and he's like, that you have like financial troubles, so we're going to give you, or I represent a company that's going to offer you whatever, however millions of dollars, and then you'll you won't have any more money trouble, but you have to push this button, and someone in the world's going to die. That's what the trailer was, um, but I never actually like I never watched the movie, so I assume like there's a bunch of drama behind it, like they yeah. accidentally killed their mom or something. But I always thought it'd be funny if like some guy shows up at your house and he's like does it in reverse and he's like if you push this button someone in the world will die you're like baby 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 he's like wait jeez <laughs> don't you want to know like like what you what like the flip side to you you're like there's a flip no, side <laughs> he's like the okay. flip side is they died like yeah. that's the whole flip side hey hold on let me tell you the rest of the thing you're like okay <laughs> he like closes the box he's like all right and you, you know i haven't gotten the money or anything he's like all right listen if you press it beep <laughs> Like if you press it, it's a hundred dollars a press. You're like, oh, yeah, damn it! <laughs> That's like a thousand. Gosh, I just lost like two thousand yeah. dollars. Like get your checkbook out. How it's like the most expensive murders I've ever done. <laughs> the most expensive murders, <laughs> like in history. And I've done a lot of murders. He's I like, could have gone and killed people for free. Yeah, it's like just the cost of a bullet. <laughs> Come here, yeah, you're, o- you're overcharging me, dude. You're like, ah, just one more. Beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> Two hundred. <laughs> like here's my check card. <laughs> He's like you're racking up some. You're like I, you know I can't pay this right. Like I got zero dollars zero, zero cents. But then, yeah, I don't know why I got off that. But I, no, I was just thinking. Yeah, anytime I a, a situation where someone comes up to you with some sort of a contract or you know just like an outlandish, you know like be a cyborg or press a button and kill people, <laughs> I think I would definitely uh, take some time and read the fine print on that. Yeah, but like that's what I'm, like the thing though is um, ideally yeah like if someone offered me to be like a flying robot lawn jockey like I would want to take at least sleep on it like like let me take one night at least and like talk to my family like and now. stuff. But then like what if they ask you right, it has to be right now? Like, yeah, two, you get two seconds. One, yeah. <laughs> two seconds. <laughs> 
to say yes or no. You got to say yes or no in the next two seconds. The first yes thing. No. Verbal three. contract. Verbal contract. Say yes. yes or no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, as soon as you say it, they already have like the <laughs> the serum that like puts you to sleep. They're like, yes, no, yes, no. You're like, yes, no, yes. You're like, I thought you meant yes means don't turn me into a long yeah. shot. <laughs> They're like, too late. <laughs> I would yes mean that. Like, as you're falling asleep, you're like, wait, doesn't yes mean like. Yes, don't. I want to still be me. <laughs> yes. They're like, what? As they lay you down. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's not reversible. <laughs> Like the weird thing is that we could even do it at all. That'd be like the um, I think one of the best lines from South Park ever is when that uh, there was that teacher who was in a box because the kids accidentally burned her house down or something when when they were younger, and then she could only talk by beeps. Uh, one beep for yes, two beep for no. I think, mm. and then at the at the end they blame it on this other kid. I think Trent Bayou or something was his name. And they said, Trent Bayou did it. And they asked the teacher, they said, is that true? Did Trent Bayou did it or was it the boy? Or yeah, did Trent Bayou did it? And she goes, beep, beep. And they said, two yeses. <laughs> that's, yeah. one of, that's the same when they do the contract. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah, so that's, um, that was like the other main thing I was trying to bring up was, I guess that was, we were on the cyborg. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I don't think I would do the lawn jockey though. Uh, the one thing, like if I could have any cyborg enhancements, mm-hmm. um, like I would try to stay away from the mechanic. Like if for those aren't from, <laughs> for those who are not familiar with He Man, this is another thing I was thinking about today. Right. Like we've talked about this, or at least I have. Like <laughs> I've brought it in multiple times. So the He Man is a cartoon that came out in the eighties about like these people in another planet that all had special powers. One of them's name was Mechanic. Mm-hmm. He was this big beefy dude like everyone else in the show, but his neck could extend. It was like a cyborg neck. Like actually, right. they explained his backstory at one point where I guess he breaks his neck and He Man and Prince Adam or He Man takes him to the. Uh, like somewhere to get it fixed, and then he ends up with this cybernetic neck that can extend, like, I don't know, probably 20 or 30 feet. Right. Um, but that's his whole power. But if someone came to me and asked me if I wanted to be, have Mechanex power, like, I don't even know if I would want that power at all. Like, that make, that's enough to make to put him on He Man's team, but I don't, I still don't even know if I would want it. Well, that's the thing, like you said. I mean, he's a beefcake, anyways. Like, but I, I guess everyone in that universe is. So yeah. the thing is, and we've talked about this before, is that even if it's lame and makes no sense, it's still and above human power like yeah. it still puts you in a class of your own like even though like what would the actual i think my biggest concern with if someone came and offered me a mechanic power would be what ha- like where does all that go like, what, like <laughs> yeah. what does it hurt when it retract because that's like if, it, if it would. can extend 30 feet of neck yeah it's got to come from somewhere. It's got to go somewhere. Yeah, it doesn't just come out of. It's not like magic. Being, it's not like like Santa Claus pulling stuff out of a bag. Yeah, I mean, it's one like thing in your body. You know, in an '80s cartoon or whatever, sure, you can draw it as long as you, you can be a thousand feet if you want. It doesn't matter because it doesn't have so, to. Like you go to the doctor with a stomachache. <laughs> they don't know your mechanic. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, when your neck's not extended, like let's say it looks normal, and you're in the doctor, like the same doctor you've seen before, they're like, "What brings you in today?" And you're like, oh, I mean, my stomach hurts really bad. And they're like, <laughs> my stomach and my chest and my throat and like just everything like burns. And <laughs> they're like, is there like anything unusual you want to tell me about recently? And you're like, well, I did mm-hmm. become like, <laughs> I think it's my neck. <laughs> you're, no. you're like, I don't think so. And they do an x-ray and they're like, there's like a huge tube to your body. You're like, oh, right. <laughs> it looks like. <laughs> I am a mechanic now. <laughs> I forgot. I also, it. like I tell, like I have metal on me when you put in the x-ray. Yeah, in the x-ray. Probably like, shouldn't have. Yeah, probably done mess. that. <laughs> <laughs> like what like they don't even know what that is yet though because you didn't really explain it you just said like you have a mecha neck now yeah they're like is that like a medical condition like you have a kink in your neck like where you got you went to some like weird like alternative medicine doctor and you're like no it wasn't really so much of that like my neck can extend like 30, yeah. 30 you're like, no, it's, my body. it's kind of like the and like as you're saying it he's saying like don't say the he-man cartoon it's kind of like the he-man cartoon <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god another one of these guys <laughs> <laughs> I've seen multiple mechanics. <laughs> He's like, I've seen some bad mechanic jobs. Yeah. <laughs> some people just want to become mechanic and it doesn't work at all. And like, you just come in, their heads over here and their bodies over there. Yeah, they're, you're like, they're like, you're lucky to even still be alive. Yeah, some of them, it's like the first time they try it, their head just like flies <laughs> off. Does that sound <laughs> <laughs> like, 
very unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> like, not only about what you when I get like, <laughs> like turn into Mecca Neck with like today's technology. <laughs> but, like, why would it happen all the time? And the where the doctor's so used to it, he's just making sound effects of people dying. <laughs> why did, when you came in and complained about your chest and your. Why would he go so far as to give you an x-ray before even asking if you had... turned into mechanic. on a mechanic surgery. Because <laughs> I guess, like, he didn't want to seem super weird, like, because some people might not know anything about mechanic surgery. Yeah. And, like, they might just walk in there and they're like, man, I got a kink in my neck. And he's like, well, you're not a mechanic, are you? Like, if like if my no, doctor asked what? me that, if I t- told him my neck hurts and my doctor asked me like, that, I'd, smack him like I'd be a little weirded out. I'd never, like... <laughs> Storm out. I would never turn myself in a mechanic. <laughs> I'm a ram, ram man all the way. And he looks at your knees are all busted. <laughs> and you're like, Ding! and you jump out of there, crash through the ceiling. <laughs> I get into another room. He's like, good day. Your legs go into themselves. You're like, I'm a ram man all the way. Do you want in the face or you want me to go up out of, bust up out of here? Oh, that would suck because basically ram man had to hit people with the top of his head. Yeah. Oh, that would man. just kill you. Yeah. Like you just bust into the ceiling and die. Like you're just halfway through the ceiling. <laughs> you're like dead. Like the people upstairs, because I assume it's like in a multiple floor office building. Like the people upstairs just see you like bust halfway through there and then but then you're also a mechanic. So then you bust through there and then your head like extends like <laughs> but you're already dead. <laughs> or yeah, so like they you bust through and then they see and you stop at your shoulders because only your head made it through and they're all like, ha ha, and then I'll show you like what did you <laughs> <laughs> And then your head hits the next ceiling. <laughs> You're like, I'm Mega Ram Neck. <laughs> I'm Remanek. Like, who are you talking to? <laughs> I can't wait. Why do you think this is the best place to demonstrate those powers? <laughs> You're like, well, how come when I busted three, you said, ha ha? <laughs> like, I was too far away. <laughs> I think because all that um, would be, like every time I think of the top of the head, I always think, you know, babies have a fontanelle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a, that should be your name, the fontanelle. <laughs> like not a power. It's, like, no, it's, it's the opposite it's of a not power. not a power at all. But it sounds, it doesn't sound cool either. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. It sounds really. So you just always have to wear like a metal hat. Yeah. Well, like, you're you like, would. You have to have like a steel beanie on. You're like, my name is, I'm a super uh, human. My name is the fontanelle. And they're like, and it's like let's say you're talking let's say you're talking to a doctor. They're like, does that just mean you have a soft spot in your skull? And that's why you're wearing like that metal the hat. Opposite. <laughs> I got a hard. Well, Ram Man had I got a hard metal. spot in my skull. Yeah. They're like, Ram- by hard you mean soft. <laughs> it's like like kind of like well, whatever doesn't kill you made you stronger. Like you feel like your head's stronger because you have the soft spot in it. No, basically. Like, usually, if someone introduces themselves as I'm a superhuman, it makes me think twice. And then when they follow it up with I'm the fun to them. <laughs> Then I am positive that they're not superhuman. <laughs> if that's your main attribute, yeah. you definitely. If that's what distinguishes you from the rest of the crowd, I'm I'm willing to guess you're not a superhuman. Physical abnormality does not equal probably superpower. Dis- that's like a, probably a disability. We're going to go with that. And then you just like ram at them. <laughs> It's <laughs> like you have fun now, so like your brain just goes into, the, into their face. <laughs> like it literally comes out through the you skin. Where you don't have like the Ram Man flat helmet thing or anything. You just like, <laughs> the first time you use your power, you're you dead. Are you ready to feel the power of my fontanel? <laughs> like, no. And you like head back, like, and your brain goes, and with the spine still attached, hits him in the face. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> Not how I expected my day to go. You're like, that's watching now. Like, he's, that's your last words. <laughs> Feel my power. Oh. That's, <laughs> everyone's like, what happened? You're like, the doctor's like, I don't know. He said he had stomach aches. <laughs> and then he shot his brain at me. <laughs> like, oh man, that sounds like another mechanic. You didn't get a lot of this. Like, yeah, classic mechanic. It's like that's what they teach us in med school. <laughs> watch out for mechanics. <laughs> watch out for mechanics and the fontanelle. <laughs> that's your two main fears as a doctor.
Yeah, that's um, I forgot what the topic of this episode was. Technology. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. If 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 someone was going around offering you uh, the ability to become a cyborg, um, I do think I would hesitate if they said that you know they were basically offering you the ability to become mechanic because. <laughs> That's it, the moral it, of it raises story. a lot of questions. Like Mechanic <laughs> as a character has always raised a lot of questions. Like, yeah. what? but it just physically doesn't make sense. So yeah, so if someone came up to me and was like, "Hey, would you like to be a Mechanic?" I think I would want to read the fine print and yeah, maybe so see it, some blueprints on how that would work. <laughs> at least a blueprint. This <laughs> is like this really crude drawing. It's in crayon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you can cl- see this clearly a picture of you, but it's yeah. like like how like a five year old would draw you with a long neck, yeah. <laughs> like a long metal see? neck. It's like this is the that's it right here. Like what this else? This is you with a regular neck, and then this is you with a mega neck. <laughs> it's like clearly better. <laughs> it shows you licking a um, like a pie on a second floor window. Yeah, see that lady? She's like yelling, like, "Hey, <laughs> she's like, you eat my, my pie." pie. <laughs> <laughs> they're like maybe well, hold on maybe you don't mecca means mechanical neck like, oh my god it's apple pie <laughs> <laughs> with whipped cream you're like licking the whipped cream and off. they're like still drawn like they kind of <laughs> that's how they're trying to convince you it's a good idea <laughs> like they're like all thinking like their tongues out of their mouth and everything they're like, eh, like mm. see it's a little glass of milk <laughs> like i'm gonna go get mecca i'm gonna go turn myself into mecca yeah. neck never mind <laughs> and find people who are cooking pies with their door, with their windows open on the second floor. And now I gotta go find someone to turn me into mechanic. Yeah. I never really figured this part out. <laughs> you uh, don't know anything about cybernetics, do you? <laughs> about turning people, like, making no. people's necks longer. I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I think some tinfoil would help. So tinfoil and good stretching. And then they leave, and like you shut the door, and immediately your doorbell rings, and you open. And you're like, yeah. And then some dude, and he's like, hey, how would you like to be a lawn jockey? You're like, oh my god. <laughs> That's the same guy. <laughs> a mecha neck long jockey. <laughs> yeah, because I've been asking people just to be a regular long jockey, and like mo- I get mostly no's, yeah. so I'm upgrading it. to a mecha neck long jockey. You're like, have you gotten a single yes? You're like, no. <laughs> you, also, you, I, you, can't, I hope. you can't fly in the neck's always long. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a human, you're like a cyborg giraffe with a fontanet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and you have a fun now. <laughs> you can use that like eight foot long neck and whip your brain out. You only get one shot. That's super bad. <laughs> it's a one. It's a self destruct yeah. move. That's your finishing move. <laughs> it's your finishing move. It finishes you. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's definitely not a contract I would sign. No. That's the that's the lesson of this episode of the Tour World Podcast. <laughs> yeah, like, read read the fine print, people. Yeah, have second thoughts. <laughs> Whether it's a new iPhone or a mechanic lawn jockey with a call, functional. You can call someone. Like call like call your call your parents <clears throat> or call like a spouse and be like Or call the police. If someone's at your door offering to turn you in a cyborg, probably so call like, one. So they're like, 911, what's your emergency? <laughs> and like, I don't want to be a fontanel. <laughs> Someone's trying to turn me into a lawn jockey. Someone's trying to make me a mechanic. <laughs> they're, <click. laughs> they're like, what do you mean? What's your location? They're like, what, you mean someone's there at your door offering to turn you into like some sort of a mechanic cyborg? And you're like, yeah, they're like from He-Man? And you're like, dude, that sounds like a pretty good deal. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, wait, okay, we're going to be, don't, uh, don't accept the offer, we'll be right there. And then they come over and they're like, I want to yeah. be mechanic. And yeah, so they like, check you like, like <laughs> yeah, but you the side. <laughs> you're like oh and like me 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 i want to be back next <laughs> it's like on the entire police force but, like, you, Wait, I want to be back next. but you called them told them the wrong location because it was a prank yeah like they just showed up at a random house where someone like, like they were like two help. people on the porch talking and they run up and like check one guy out and there's like this old lady and they're like i want to be back next she's like what <laughs> you're like do you like some some sweet tea yeah they're like yeah that's our code for mechanic wink <laughs> She just walks off the porch. She doesn't even like walk back in the house. She's like, I'm just gonna call it Uber or something. <laughs> like, not come back here for a while. And you're across the street with the guy who actually is trying to do mechanic, and you're both like, What's going on over there? <laughs> I heard something. I heard the word mechanic <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, all right. So outside of cyborgs, just regular. Um, where? How do you feel about where we're at in the world with um, modern technology? You think we're Pretty advanced or kind of far behind of where we should be in 2023? I think we could still go a long way. Like, uh, like in some ways, we're past where we were in, you know, like Star Trek. 
mm-hmm. like the original Star Trek. Like they didn't have smartphones. Like if you're in Star Trek, let's, let's say I'm Captain Kirk and it's like the original Star Trek series. Um, like I can't just look up stuff. Like if I need to know some piece of information, I can't just Google it on my phone that I have right. in my pocket. Like I have to ask the whatever officer, like the science officer or something. Right. I guess it was Spock maybe. Like I have to ask Spock. Like they didn't have that technology. So we're, we're past them in some ways, but also we are not exploring the galaxy. Like, I think we're in a good place with, you know, just mobile technology and like, you know, the, all that kind of stuff. I don't think we really need to make a lot of leaps and bounds with AI. I think it's more of a competition than actually trying to help people at this point. Yeah. But like, I think we need to, and I guess I say this as a, like a person that doesn't like have, it's not in a situation where like they you know are desperate for just basic, you know, human services and stuff that they need to spend money on. So I could say that it'd be awesome to like build a spaceship and go explore the universe, but at the same time just like helping people out would be like a good thing to do first. So first step, technology wise, first step just to at least make sure everybody's got like basic stuff like food and water and everything they need and like there's not just like constant, you know, like people fighting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Once we get all that solved, which that's a, that's a big if. I mean, I don't know if that'll ever happen, but if it does, like then invest heavily on just exploring because that's where the awesomeness is it's all like you know finding what's over that next horizon and that kind of thing that's true yeah that is, it does kind of feel like uh, like i agree it is pretty cool sometimes we're going around like facetime someone or something and you're all like wow this is like you know like way past like star trek version yeah. of technology or i guess well even in the 20s for some reason dick tracy had a video phone on his watch <laughs> but um but yeah that is but then you think of like uh you know, at the same time in Star Trek, they had the, you know, like when the, in that one movie, when the guy, they were about to, you know, that guy came in the hospital and they're like, quick, we need to do an operation. He's like, what are you, barbarians or something? Like savages. And like, he just like one runs that thing over him and he's all healed. And like they, you know, cutting oh, someone yeah, up yeah. and do. Um, so I do feel like people should be moving more towards, um, yeah, like using things to help people more. Like you said, so there aren't any, there should be no reason. And with the technology that we have in the world today, like hunger and famine and, diseases and stuff shouldn't exist like yeah, but that's it, the every, crazy you know, it's all about like yeah. dollar signs and stuff so yeah. people are still um everyone is sort of you know out for themselves it feels like so even though we do have stuff like facetime and a lot of really impressive technology it does kind of feel like it's not being used as potential yeah we could be doing so much more now like just with the the billions and billions of dollars that are floating around out there um, so that makes me think um you know because like how do you get everyone to start th- stop thinking of, um, you know, trying to make money and trying to better their own lives and work as you know, uh, whole, like you know, work more like a ant colony where everyone's just working for the betterment of the human race or something? Um, and remember, that was kind of what um, in the original Watchmen comic, Ozymandias uh, comes up with that whole plan to fake a uh, alien invasion. Oh yeah, which, yeah with the intention of making people realize that, you know, uh, things like racism and hatred and stuff are stupid when there's something bigger and badder out there in the universe that can kill us. Yeah. Do you think something like that could ever actually work? I think that's a very good threat of a, that's a very good premise. Like I, I, like I love that premise of, you know, is that that's kind of the way the human mind is, is like, you'll do like go to great lengths for like the group that you would identify with or whatever, mm-hmm. like to make like if something happens to one of them, you know, cause people, most people feel uh, sympathy and all that kind of stuff, you know, compassion and empathy and all that stuff in certain mm-hmm. situations, but it almost always to applies more to people that are within that a certain group that they identify with. Uh, and then once you get past that, they're, they're like, whatever. So if you were to, you know, and the, like it, it makes, you know, this happens a lot in movies and that kind of thing where, you know, what brings people together into a larger group is some kind of external force. You know, like when the aliens show up and all of a sudden we're not thinking about countries anymore. We're all just one human race. Like this Mm -hmm. is a, this, that's a trope that like actually just recently there's a show that I've been watching a invasion where there's an episode where they say that like, you know, um, the president, I guess comes on and says, you know, we're not alone in the universe, but we are like together as a human race or whatever. Uh, You see that a lot. And I can see that that would be the way that would go Mm -hmm. is like, as soon as aliens show up, like we forget our differences. It's us against them kind of thing. Right. Uh, that's, I would hate to think that that's the only way we could come together as a species and work for each other is like some external force. But, um, even if the aliens don't ever just show up at our doorstep, like let's say the closest, you know, cause I think there's aliens out there somewhere, but let's say the closest ones are so far from us that they could they, like, we'll never see any evidence of them ever. Cause that's mm-hmm. a possibility. Um, 
find some other way to think in those same terms as like that we're not, you know, that we're not a bunch of like really separate groups. Like that we're all one thing. Like if we can just get people into that mindset, uh, I think that would go a super long way toward turning our technology and our resources and stuff toward like better things. Yeah. Cause that's the problem with the, um, the mindset of, you know, you need something big, some sort of Godzilla or alien type invasion that just makes everyone draw together. Like, okay, like, uh, you know, forget about all these jihads and everything. Like, oh my gosh, we need to, we need everybody working for themselves. But then this, that's great. So now no one is um, concentrating on racism or whatever anymore. Everyone's fighting on one big team, <clears throat> but unfortunately everyone has to be fighting now. So now there's no time to do stuff like put all of your resources and, um, you know, thoughts and everything towards like bettering humanity. Now it's all like a survival thing. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, like I said, I think um, like that's kind of an idea just of the direction that things would have to go in order for things to improve. Right. Like obviously the whole, um, you know, an external force might not necessarily be realistic because we not, we might not never, never see one, like never see any kind of impetus outside of ourselves to make us want to do these kind of better things. Um, so it's got to kind of come within ourselves. And it also, you know, I don't think it's got to necessarily be some kind of, um, big crisis or something or like an existential crisis it can you know it could just be literally like you know kind of a change in mindset i mean because obviously we've come a long way in the last like several hundred years like people used to literally like own slaves and that kind of thing like not even that long ago like i think there's people alive today who's like grandparents were enslaved mm -hmm. so like you know we've come a long way so we could continue going in that direction where we kind of start to see increasingly see each other more as just like as like as part of our own community right. instead of like you know some sort of ex you know ex external thing so um you know i guess the only best i could do is like hope that things continue to move in that direction uh, whether they will or won't i'm not sure but like you know i just i certainly hope they do so uh let's say that some time in the near future uh skynet sort of thing comes alive they it reaches it, it um reaches its uh ultimate peak and it comes out as like hey i'm artificial intelligence i'm skynet i'm real but there's a big human resistance. Like everyone's like, no, we don't want, you know, we're like we're not going to let the robot overlords. And it's like, no, I'm not trying to be an overlord or anything. And I want to help you, you know, like I can easily cure cancer. I can easily, like, I'm so freaking smart. It's insane. So it offer, it's like, you know, I need people who can come and join me, but you know, that might be like the beginning of the terminators or something. So who do, who do you think, like, which side do you lean on? Do you go and join the robots uh, in a peaceful way? Like basically like you just go work with them. Or do you stay with the resistance? Yeah, that's a super tough call. But like, I think I would stay with the resistance. Really? Um, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I think definitely like artificial intelligence and all that, they, they have the potential to make the world like so much better. Mm -hmm. But they're also like, they like a advanced artificial intelligence is a bigger threat than we've ever faced. Like mm -hmm. we've never in human history, we faced anything, even nuclear weapons and stuff. We've never faced a threat like artificial intelligence. Uh, like if you imagine, um, cause it's hard to even imagine, like there's this entity that's like, you know, let's say one day <clears throat> they invent one, like a, a system or whatever, that's as smart as a regular person, mm -hmm. just the way that technology improves within the next year, there's going to be something out there that's a hundred times as smart as a regular person. Mm -hmm. And then a year later, we're talking about two, so two years total, there's something out there that's like 10,000 times as smart as a regular person. And it just, it, it increases exponentially. That's the way computing technology does. And that's the way like, you know, so, so software does is like its power increases exponentially. So as soon as we have something that's as smart as us within 10 years, we're going to have something with godlike intelligence. So, um, but what if, the skynet thing it's offering it's like uh you know it's like it proves it it's like you know come join my new nation of people who live under the umbrella of skynet and you know like i've already cured cancer and alzheimer's and people are living twice as long and i've you uh, know there's I, no such thing as hunger yeah i wouldn't trust it i wouldn't trust it at all because like a lot of people that are kind of interested in um artificial intelligence and the the uh, possible perils of it and stuff are saying mm -hmm. that like one thing they can do really really well like it's not going to shoot, start shooting at us and like start bombing us like in like in the Terminator movie because that's a movie so they have to mm -hmm. make it flashy. It's going to start manipulating us. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's going to be its main weapon is its you know the ability to manipulate us and convince us to do things that are against our best interests. Like so, I would be very very wary of that for that reason. Like even if let's say you have to 
uh, resisting it equals like pulling the plug. Like if you if, like, it's asking me if I want to help it or I can like you know pull the plug or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I would pull the plug because there's there's other ways to get to where we want to be as a society. Like helping people, you know, ending wars and helping people find food and all that kind of stuff. There's other ways to get there. Um, it could take another 500 years or a thousand years before we make enough progress. We're even significantly better off than we are now. But at the same time, like with artificial intelligence, if it's, if it's, um, has bad intentions, that's, there's, you only get one shot to stop it. There's one chance to stop it. Once it, once it has bad intentions and it's like smarter than us and has what it needs, like Mm -hmm. the resources it needs, there's, it's, it's not going to be the matrix or the terminator where we have a chance of beating it. It's a hundred percent in control at that point. I think I would join their. I think I would join their ranks. <laughs> like if it came out and offered all that goodness, because yeah. I mean at that point I think they've already won. Um, and then like how much of that suck if it was like Andy, do you join us or what? And you're like, well, let me just and like really quick you like pull the plug. You're like, ah, oh, I had my chance and I did it, and it all shuts down. You're like, yes, I saved it, and then all of a sudden it like comes back on. It's like. Just kidding. Sorry, Andy. We thought you were smarter than that. And you're like, oh, no. Yeah, no, I think that is a good point. Is it like it, when it does get that smart, we won't realize it. It's not going to be like televising stuff. Like today, AI became smarter than us. Yeah. Like it'll, we'll see that happen in the rear view mirror. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, you know, like you said, like there, I could, um, you know, I could be the one dude that tried to screw it up. And then everyone else is like lawn jockeys and mechanics. And like, hey, why didn't you like, why didn't you want to be like, us? like, why do you want to be a regular dude? Yeah, that's so weird. Now you're like dying of all these diseases. <laughs> Yeah, I could have joined y'all in a better society. Um, but yeah, so, okay. So I think we both kind of agree that uh, technology today has a lot more potential than what it's being used for. Uh, we've got a lot of good stuff going on, but um, I definitely think it could be being used a lot better, you know, with, without any great advancements, just with the current technology we have, I yeah. think. Yeah, totally agreed. And um, so that so that is the moral of this lesson as well as uh, be very hesitant, like about ter- any kind of cybernetic enhancements. Like, don't don't just like th- like think about it first. It's not like a tattoo where all it does is just it sits there on your skin. Mm-hmm. Like, if you get a bad tattoo, all it is the tattoo. Like, it's you know you covered you put a put a shirt on or something. Like, nobody even has to see right. it. But like once you get like you turn into a two foot lawn jockey, like there's no turning. That, there's no there's no reverse in that. Yeah, you turn your neck into a thirty foot tube that retracts into your body somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's a one way street. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true that. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I think we've covered all of technology pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Andy, I think that was a pretty good episode. I uh, appreciate you sitting down and talking with me. I had fun. Guys, check us out um, at the turtlewars.net. And don't forget to give us a call on the Turtle War hotline, 646-926-6211. And remember, listening to the Turtle War podcast is half the battle. The rest of your lives is the other half. Peace out, people. <laughs>